0: All right, welcome back to episode 6 of Table Talks where deep conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored and I have back with me my co-host Alyssa and Brandon. Hi. Say hi. Hi there. I'm here. All right. S- so, this <laughs> So this week's episode uh we're kind of going to go off of preconceived notions. Um this was something that like I kind of brought up I think in episode f- Four or five, I don't remember. Um, But Alyssa was here, so I know it's one of those two. Um, But it was, like, taking in new information and changing your mind about something. Um, And I think, I know for me, like, I sometimes am really stubborn and, like, stuck in my ways. So I don't like to change my mind because then I feel like I'm changing who I am. But, like, then I've recognized through the pandemic and, like, doing a lot of self-growth that, like, that's not a bad thing. And, like, getting new information and changing who you are can be really important
1: Are you talking about, like, new stuff that you haven't encountered or old that you're kind of just changing your mindset about?
0: I think old is, I think when I, like, wrote that quote down, it was, like, old things that I've acquired new information about, so I'm changing my mind about them.
1: That's interesting. Mm. I do feel like preconceived notions are usually, like, if you haven't encountered something, whether that's a person, an experience, like, especially me, I mean, I'm social anxiety, (laughs) so... I mean, I always walk into, before any situation, I'm like, I'm going to not be able to talk. I'm going to be shy. I'm going to blush and get super freaking red and sweaty. And then I walk in and I just like slay it. And we're like, why did I have have those thoughts? Yeah,
2: yeah, that social anxiety like kicking in. What about the opposite? You had a positive preconceived notion and it didn't go as planned or as to fruition or whatever it was. I feel like I have a lot of like high expectations
1: when it comes to people maybe or like certain situations like i definitely have a love story running in my head 24 7 oh absolutely. so when i meet certain people and they don't do certain things i'm like mm. Mm. <laughs> disappointment <laughs> disappointment for sure uh i mean but is that the overthinker
0: in us as well to just always have that like running love story I watch a lot of movies. Yeah, that's fair. Books. It's I just read a lot of books. I think am locked my thing. up in my
1: bedroom just reading.
0: Yeah, smut. I have definitely...
1: Erotica.
2: Yeah, that's smut. I know it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. You know. We have our terms. Okay, yeah. I definitely have that same kind of like fairy tale with the love stuff. Or definitely when I'm in middle school, high school, most of college too. I think I've kind of given up on the fantasy of it all um, more recently, but... When I would have those, you know, I definitely kind of shut down a lot of potential relationships, a lot Absolutely. of connections, and I definitely, I think it's more easily to identify in in like the romantic relationships, but yes. it definitely happened elsewhere. Um, how has that like affected some of the relationships that? You could have been in and also were in and then moved away from because of.
0: Well, I think the whole seeing potential thing like that's that's an expectation because you're expecting someone to do something. So you have you have this like drawn out like, oh, my God, I see his potential. And I know this is like really big for girls because we're always like thinking into the future, especially like, you know, you know a solid amount of us we're thinking like okay kids family that sort of stuff so we're thinking about what our potential partner is going to offer so when we get into relationships and maybe this is just me um but I definitely am like okay what is this person bringing to the table that offers something to that future and then like okay where are they at now and how can I assist them to get to where they want to be or where I even even want them to be in the future
1: Yeah, I feel like especially in the beginning stages, you have a lot of preconceived notions that you have to change and just grow with that person and learn them Mm -hmm. and not have those expectations. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely
0: experiencing that right now, just like learning to to grow in a relationship versus having that expectation it's
1: hard because you just have to see that person for who they are and just be accepting of it and say we are a great fit or we are not a great fit and make your decision off of that not like I'm a good person he's a good person here's my expectations yeah
0: yeah I think that's I mean and that's something kind of hard to like be like oh I'm a good person you're a good person but like it doesn't just because we're good people doesn't necessarily mean that like you have a good relationship together like I mean my ex was a good guy like constantly donated money like was really family like oriented but like him and I just clashed on personality level so much that it just was it just I saw more in potential than I saw in the actual human being that that he was
1: yeah and there's billions of people on this planet like you're not going to always jive with every single person and that's okay
0: yeah and I think also recognizing I think maybe we touched on this a little bit before but just recognizing that it's okay that some relationships are not meant to work out like they're not meant to be the end-all be-all relationship and just like walking yeah walking into it and being like okay like this relationship was the relationship of like I learned something or this was the puppy love relationship or this was just like the lust sex relationship one two
1: three yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, the, uh, I I love that. I think you and I have talked about the one, two, three a lot, Brandon, um, and just being like, okay, like, one is always the puppy love, and two is always the relationship you learn, and then three is usually the one that, like, you end up marrying or you yeah. have, like, a full future Two's
2: with. Two is the hard one. Two's um, the really hard one. So, for some reason, and I wanted to talk about preconceived notions and just, like, the difference between, like, guys and girls. Yeah. And I think it kind of plays into this, you know, one, two, and three, um, where preconceived notions will like if I have something or whatever before even really making contact or something if there's a value that I see is the opposite I won't even engage I won't go okay. any further
0: well I have a question what kind of like contact are you talking like actual like the first date or are you talking like a uh, first interaction
2: so like let's say like I have all these expectations we go on the first date and she does something like like just really rude to a waiter that's like whoa i thought you were like a sweetheart like a nice yeah. person that was my preconceived notion of you and that one little thing threw me off i will finish that day and and i will be like all right i'm done i'm over that like i'm moving like i know i can already see it stop i feel like especially the way that you guys were kind of talking about it but like also my you know conversations with other girls is they're like trying to fix the guy so they'll yeah. go a lot longer along the way to trying to sp- like even knowing their preconceived notions been wrong and it might or most likely won't change. Like, how do you know when to be like, all right, this, I was wrong.
1: I mean, I feel like there is a difference between like standards and the preconceived notions, which is more like an assumption mm-hmm. about somebody. I like that. Yeah. Cause you can learn about somebody even though you had an assumption and be like, Oh, I still like that. Or I don't like that where your standards are like your are hardcore. This is not going to fly. hmm. So, usually if I see those red flags,
2: more yeah, or less, yeah.
1: I'm just like, okay, I'm out. Peacefully yeah.
2: out. Right. And and so, how I'm kind of, like, trying to tie this back into my one, two, three is, like, in a way, I guess there has been that puppy love. And I've talked about this person before. Um, I'm pretty sure it wasn't cut because this is... I don't think so. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> the heartbreaker. um. I I feel like I've been through some, some like puppy love stuff at points, but I also think she's more of my number two. So I don't know if it's just an out of order or it's just like not necessarily a preconceived notion, but maybe a preconceived notion that I've had about her and who she was. And then like, because it didn't work out, what she really was to me was more so that number two.
1: I don't think they have to be in order. Like, it's not like one, two, three. I definitely think that you're going to experience all types of love at different intervals, intensities. Um, But you usually can pick it out, I feel like, by the relationship, by the description of... Like, two is the very hard one. You have to learn something, go through some shit, and also, like, grow out yourself as a person. That way you're ready for, like, that number three. Yeah. Because now you're two people being responsible and... Being you.
0: Yeah, and I feel like sometimes I think guys might actually experience this less because they settle into the, like, career-oriented mode. So, like, they don't, Mm -hmm. all they do is date. They don't, they're serial daters at that point. They're just trying to get laid. They're not really trying to, like, find the one to, like, settle down with. So I think guys kind of go through that second hard love, like, kind of by themselves and with themselves more than, like, women necessarily do
1: i feel like it might come after like the second one is when you should have learned something and maybe you didn't yeah so so you're dealing it with the aftermath because now you're looking back and going oh well i could have done this i should have done that like i should have listened to her better or i should have you know talked to him more yeah that type of thing
2: yeah you know what's weird and i don't know what your stance is going to be on this i think my two Whatever, because I know one is puppy love. What's two? What two is like the really hard relationship? Hard. Is there not a better term?
0: I I would just say the learning relationship. The learning relationship probably better. I
2: think mine was a wombo combo of the of two different people. I think there was like there was a lot of hurt that like taught me about you know what reality is like and and like what to look for in a lot of different things. And then what kind of teaches you about yourself? So the other one. I think so like I had all those learning moments but I needed the other person that I'm referring to um cuz it was after that breakup that I really like learned it. Yeah. So like I knew all this stuff, I had a lot of information and I also learned a lot more from that even though it was a very short relationship, it was like yeah. you know only a couple months and and it was a it was definitely more of a like a summer fling than anything else, but like I learned so much from that and I like actually started to allow it to change my life, to, to make me a better person and to most importantly, like realize like I'm not ready. Like I'm not in a place like I need to, to know who I am before I can ever, you know, re-engage in, in like the whole dating sphere. I literally yeah. like I knew for at least a year I, I needed to give it at least a year before exploring those, those other, you know, uh, opportunities or or whatever it is and I think I like in a way learned a lot more and got a lot more value from the shorter term one than the the one that like the hard one the one that really affected me
1: is that I feel like that's why they come around the short ones Yeah, you know you don't always go to the full intimacy level and you're learning something even if it's a short amount of time
0: yeah even if it's like that fling like I think you still if there are things you learned in your last relationship, or things that maybe you didn't you didn't learn, but like were there and kind of like, then you start to learn them at in that second relationship. I think that's like it's okay. It doesn't matter the amount of time that that relationship is. It's just a matter of like when it occurs. Like so, you can hard. have
2: more than one puppy love, more than one hard love, and more than one.
1: I think one mate. sticks out typically. Yeah, you can be like, oh, well, like
0: I had this other one, but it it's not to this extent we're not puppy love. We're
1: constantly learning and, and growing as people. So, like, one will stick out. I do think that the first one is kind of like a puppy love. First love opens the horizons. Look at all this fun stuff. Look at what you can do and, yeah. and be around with somebody. And then the second one is that hard, difficult one. And then the third one's that final, like, we've made it as people grown. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I don't know if this either... This is either going to, like, open up a can of worms or it's going to just kind of, like draw a line between, like, maybe guys and girls or just, like, my personality and your personality where I think it's more so the, the guys and girls uh idea where it's, like, I don't think we assess those situations, those relationships as such. I think I really, like, I know I learn from each and every person. I really, like reflect back on those moments as the individual that I was with. Right. But you do that, that, but you do that now.
0: Did you do I that when that. you ended a relationship? You're like, oh, I can look back and be like, but I think we all can take that moment of reflection and be like, I look back at that relationship after you're out of it a few months or even right after and be like, okay, like you have great qualities, but like they're not the qualities that work for me.
2: Well so the quote that like that or whatever motto that we're kind of basing this whole thing off of is like first comes the puppy love second comes the hard love and then third comes like the soulmate or whatever like and and like they're all they're almost like following each other it's like a process and I think that exists more so for girls because forever I've been trying to apply that same concept like which one was my puppy love which one was my hard love and which one is is the next person and like if it is the third one, then which one do I have to cross off the list that wasn't part of this journey, that wasn't part of the process? Whereas, like, I'm kind of thinking of it as like they were both hard loves, so I just happen to have two. Like, and I don't know if it's you know as a guy in the way did we did. You date. have
0: did you have a girlfriend in high school? I was uh, very like puppy lovish That was like you know the the yeah. first the first. Well, that's your first love, like, and it. So the puppy it doesn't have to necessarily be puppy love because like my. F- my first, like, first love in high school was the same guy that I was with for four years that was also a really hard relationship at the end. Like, it it, it was two in one, but then the second hard relationship I had was the one that kind of, like, solidified that, like, no, this is the
2: one that I learn a lot in. This is the hard love. So it, it is the same, as I'm saying, like, even for you. So that, it, like, one person could be... One and two. One person could be two, and another person could also be two. Yeah. So there isn't, like, an order. There isn't a process as long as you have kind of, like, all of them in your life. Yeah, I I think so. I
1: think it's more of, like, a reflection, like, when you're older and you're, like, oh, back on first love, and that person stands out, that memory that stays with you type of thing. Yeah. More than, like, in the moment, like, this is that person, so I got to cross that off the list. Like, we're not doing the next one.
2: Yeah. This goes... Into I think it was on Table Talks episode two, um, what you were talking about, like uh, the guy that was explaining how he fell in love with ten different girls, right? And it was yeah. all the same girl at the end of like whatever at the, the end story. of it, yeah. So, th- I mean, just I think I logically th- that I, could apply in the same thing,
0: absolutely. Because I think you know, and there was a there there was a TikTok I saw the other day that was talking about this guy and his wife. They've been married like ten years. But out of those 10 years, they've basically like broken up and gotten together like five or six different times. And it's simply because they're like, they become new people. So they have to start redating each other to be like, oh my God, we've grown so much. like
1: Evolved. Yeah. Evolution is the word that came to mind for yeah, me. Yeah, I like that. So I think like, everyone's different.
0: Absolutely. And you do. You like, especially in a long term relationship, you evolve a lot. But I think. You kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, I just want to evolve with this one person, and I just want to date all of whatever this person has to offer, no matter how much they grow. Yeah. But I also think like it is totally okay to also grow apart eventually because you grow into two totally separate people and just recognize that at the end of it all, it's not exactly what it was supposed to be, or it wasn't exactly the way you thought it was going to be.
1: I'm sorry, I spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about growing apart when like you die. Oh, well, I mean, but do you grow apart when you die? I feel like yeah, because your memories are still there, but then you kind of move on if you're still living. Don't you move on eventually? Do you? Potentially, but, but do you? Cuz I don't know.
2: I mean, think about I don't know. think about if you die, what you would be okay with your spouse doing?
0: it's not my moving place. on
1: with their life
0: yeah it's not my place like you got to do you boo like if you got to just fuck a bunch of women after i die and because that's what makes you feel like you can get through it then okay do it if you don't ever want to date anyone ever again like don't do that either like do whatever you need to do for yourself yeah. it's not about me but- i'm dead in the ground six feet under in a oh. dust and dirt baby
2: i'm already on my next life yeah okay, seriously, like- okay. now let me let me take it back for a second because i You've talked about your vision and how you want to be like a, you know, a stay-at-home mom. You want to raise your kids and and have all that. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you die at 50. Yeah. Your kids are probably like, you know, 15, 20. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, I'd have to have kids right now. Okay, whatever. Five, 10 (laughs) years, give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still okay with your husband just going out there and fucking whoever he he wants? Well,
0: I mean, I hope that like in a way he has our children's best interests in heart that he's not just bringing a bunch of women home in front of them. But I also think that like, that's his decision. I'm not there. Like he's a grown ass man. And if I thought that I could have a family with him, then I think that he could raise my kids if I die. Absolutely. Yes. If I think I can have a family with you, then I think you can raise my kids after I'm dead. But and you that's you not how he him. does it. No, the it's trust. not. It's, it's the trust that, like, you are going to do what you need to do as a parent when I'm not around. And that includes after I die. Facts. I think I just I, do.
1: Yeah. I,
2: and I totally but agree with that. But I think guys
0: are a little different. And here's why I think guys might be a little different. They're a little bit more possessive than most women. I'm not saying all women. I think some women are possessive. Well, but I think yeah, men it's, are it's definitely it. a little more possessive than women are, which is why, like, men are like, oh, you better not sleep with anyone after I'm dead. And it's like, But like, don't you want her to be happy? Like, what's what's at what cost does she supposed to say celibate and live in your memory? But like, you're not even here to like live in her memory. So like, what
1: like? I mean, everyone grieves differently. Absolutely, super morbid, but like, absolutely. I feel like there's a grace period, maybe, but after that, fair game.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think, and and this is this would be kind of my my dying wishes would be don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass the name, don't embarrass myself, and don't embarrass my kids. So that's fair. I think there is a respectable amount of grievance time. Like yeah. even if you grieve quicker, because everybody grieves at different rates, yeah. fine. I yeah. know you might, you know, be ready to date. Just give it a little time. I would but say But I
0: think here's the thing too. Like app like yeah there's the grievance period, but you have to remember too, like Now, this parent that had another parent has to do this whole parenting thing alone. So they're not going to really have time if children are involved in this section. They're not going to have time to like do dating if you're raising two, three kids. There's just not, that's not an option because now you're doing that, the work of two and trying to also bring home two incomes. Like it's just not possible.
2: But that's personal. Yeah, I guess. Um, but w- where, where I would be comfortable would be like, if you find someone that can protect, provide, and, uh, profess, profess, uh, gotcha. for you, um, and you s- are loyal to that one person, I have no problem with that. You yeah. can, you can continue, you can live out your life with someone who's there for you. Cause that, that's so what I wish I could you, be doing.
0: Yeah. So you basically want someone that's going to, do what you did for her but also be a father figure in the kids lives afterwards as well.
2: I don't really care how he is involved in in the oh, other lives.
0: No, see, I disagree with that.
2: Well, maybe. I and I That's actually personal, actually though. I probably do care, but I think it's more like I would again, I'm still okay with it, but you need to be as loyal and as respectful to him as if he was me. Like, live in my honor. Like, like do what you did to me and treat this new person like you've treated me all this time. And to me, like, I don't know about afterlives. I don't know about heaven. I, I don't—I have not died and come back. I don't know. But, like, if I'm envisioning, like, looking down on, on you know, that relationship or whatever, if I see her, like, you know— In this relationship, serious with him, but, like, also, like, Snapchatting and texting and Instagramming other people and, and like, finding, like, other dates. Like, literally, like, if she's dating, like, going around dating after kind of, like, being exclusive for a little bit with one guy, like, that's disrespecting my name. Because now you're, like, you're going around. Because she's also carrying your name at that point. Exactly.
1: Yeah, she is. So it's just attached to the last name.
2: More or less, and and that's been... I feel like that's a little unfair, though. That's a lot of burden just because I took your last name. I'd rather keep my own and do what I want. I, fine, but um, for me, it's like, I truly believe, like, I have a purpose. Like, I need to create value for that last name so that you would, if you have my last name, you wouldn't want to disrespect my last name.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that's going back to the person you marry. Like, you choose that person. I loved that you said, like live it in your honor or, like, live like you would. But I feel like going further than that and dictating what she can or cannot do is kind of unfair.
2: Oh, I'm not trying to dictate at all. I, I'm just saying, like, that's that what's would be my what would What's
1: embarrassing, much. though? Like, what would be embarrassing to her name?
2: Um, being, like, sleeping around with, like, a lot of people, like, always trying to get out there, like, becoming that, like, you know, MILF, being posted on all the social media, like, all those apps, like doing porn, or going to clubbing at 45, like, what are you doing? Take care of your kids. Respect the name, respect yourself, respect the the person that you're, again, this is why I'm like, I'm totally okay with you kind of like taking that next step. I wouldn't even say it's moving on. It's just like living your life. So find that person, but also move on by you know continuing to do what made you so special when you were when I was in your life still like
0: but you also have to make her feel special in that same respect because if you have if you've given her that value to see within a relationship most of the time they're not going to move on and just go do whatever they want to do because you gave a lot of value to that relationship and they want to find someone that offers that same same idea and that's those same things because if she's already in that stage of her life I don't think she's really going to go back to another stage
1: I don't know. I have a trouble because I mean, I'm super understanding of both sides. Like yeah. I get all your points, but I feel like to dictate, not dictate, but like try to force your views on her and what her activities are is kind of a lot.
2: I know what you're, where you're coming from. And maybe cause I, I actually think me and Jocelyn are on the same side. Yeah. I am not trying to dictate anything. I'm just saying those are my dying wishes. That is what I want for you. Like, I want you. So it's a wish. It's a wish. It doesn't necessarily mean
0: she has to do it. She can do whatever she wants. She's a grown ass woman after you're dead. Like, she's going to do what she's going to do.
2: Again, I don't know what happens in the afterlife. I might not even know about it. I might get to have, you know, 72 virgins up there. And guess if I'm thinking about you at that point, who knows what happens after? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, while I'm still alive on this planet, what I, you know, couldn't envision, like, respecting my name in that sense, like, that's what I would say. Like, you know, my dying wish is like, just make sure you, you, Continue to to hold up to what you have been for me. Continue yeah. to be the loyal. Continue to be respectful. Continue to, you know, wh- even if you do remarry and, and you're carrying a different last name, you should still carry that name in the same high regard that you carried my my last name in. That's what I think. And, of course, I'm not controlling you. I'm not dictating your life. You can still do whatever you want to do. I just think it's like, actually, I would definitely be like, Go remarry if you're going to be sleeping around being like, fine. You don't want control in your life. Go remarry. Take someone else's last name and embarrass that guy. I don't care. I'm hands (laughs) off at that point.
0: But okay. So here is someone who comes from a divorced household as the child. My mother actually asked me, how would you feel if I retook my own last name and didn't have the same last name as you? And I was like young at the time and I was like, oh, I I wouldn't care. My brother on the other hand had a very different outlook on that. He was like you take your uh, you like your maiden name back. He's like you I feel like you're abandoning your kids because we don't have the same last name.
2: Oh, interesting. I I totally see where where your brother comes from in that, and, but I feel like I come from the same point, but I have the opposite outcome. I would say for that sense change your last name. Cuz if you're I wouldn't say I don't see it as you're abandoning your kids. I see it as like you're abandoning that person, the person that you divorced good. You split like that's the, that's the like written in history way of establishing like we are no longer together. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I am all here for that. It's like you get to now be an individual. You get to now create the brand for your last name in whatever way you want to. And like, if you're still my mother, you could probably still be more involved in my life. I think it's, It would be more up to the kids if they want to keep the father's last name, which I don't even know how the laws work. I feel like, I feel like if you divorce someone, you definitely should go back to the maiden name. I think that's, I I think it depends on your last
1: name. I honestly, (laughs) that's fair.
2: I honestly thought that's how it was. I thought you, I thought the Mm -hmm. the last name goes back. No, Um, because you have to go through tons of paperwork.
1: Yeah. My mom kept her last name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so my my dad's last name.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And he, my mom only kept it because my brother was, like, very, like, I will feel like you're abandoning us. I was really young at the time, so I was like, oh, like, I mean, I think you should just do what you need to do for you. Like, I don't care. You're an adult, like, not me. You just do what you got to do. I'm fine with whatever. But, yeah, no, I never – no, that's not something that is, like, you do that just automatically comes with the territory when divorced.
2: Okay. um, So that's the one – pro to divorce as a male but they are way more pros to divorcing from the from the female perspective just from what i've seen how so uh, the um children especially if there's children financially um any kind of other all the other assets uh that are that are involved okay in- but
0: i have a i have a question for you as someone who would like a stay-at-home mother
2: Mm -hmm. you're
0: going to divorce. Now she has spent 18 years raising your children and you go ahead and you divorce her. Do you not think that you owe her anything since she put 18 years of her life on hold, even though she had dreams and aspirations but chose to be a stay-at-home mother? You don't think you owe her anything?
2: So, um, if I'm reading this statistic correctly... It is 66% of the time, women who file for divorce, women who choose to that route. And the reason why I'm mentioning that point is because as myself and how I view it is you work it out. You figure there is no divorce. If we're married, we're married. You don't get divorced. That's how I feel. So like the possibility, because otherwise I do, I know exactly where that, that line of logic comes from. And I, and I totally understand it, but like I would say, and I think a lot of men would choose to work out the thing. They've already invested a lot. Like a guy in a relationship sees things. They're, they're, it's it's kind of like the logical, like brain working when, it, when, it, even when it comes to relationships, it's like, we don't necessarily apply the same amount of emotion and, and romance into a relationship. We're seeing it as a, as an investment. It's like I'm investing my time and energy, my output, the output should be, you know, reciprocated through like making me feel better, making me feel good, making me grow through this relationship. So if you are, if we get to a point where like a divorce is even on the table, the the discussion for that needs to happen, it's like. I think that's the biggest
0: thing. I think if we're going to get divorced, I want to have a discussion about it. I just don't want to be filed with papers one day. I want, I want there to be the, the notion that you and I are on the same page and we like go do that together because then we both know like, okay, that we're both like, we're both not in it. Or at least your spouse knows you really aren't in it. And then you're going to do this thing and file for divorce. Yeah. I think that is where the whole communication piece for me is just huge. Like I, I. It's
1: number one. Yeah.
0: I, so I think like, if you're, like you said, if divorce is on the table, I want it to be a discussion. Like, and I want to be like, okay like, are we taking the necessary steps before we even get to divorce to work this relationship out? And if we aren't, then I think we need to explore those avenues first, whether it's therapy, whether it's just I saw a TikTok today that like the girl was like, oh, my husband and I have been married 10 years and we haven't been having like we are realizing that we're angry with each other all the time we're fighting and we decided that from now on we're going to spend 30 minutes we're going to get up 30 minutes before the kids have our coffee together and just spend 30 minutes talking about just us not even like the kids not what's going on in our lives like as like parents but like as like individuals and she's like that has saved my marriage and I'm like okay well like if you're not doing those things then I think you need to reevaluate divorce. But if you're doing those things and you're still like conflicting and and butting heads and fighting all the time, then I think, okay, yeah, I think maybe divorce is an option because clearly you two have grown so much, but you've just grown in opposite directions and it's okay to recognize that as well.
1: I definitely agree. I do think that there is that exception where some people already have that decision. They've made it because communication isn't an option with their partner. Like, it just doesn't happen. It's toxic, whatever the case may be. So you kind of have to make that decision on your own. I still think there's a conversation, but I think it goes a little differently when one of uh, the two people decides, like, I am done. I don't want to try anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that's the big part is, like, the the try. Like, and I, everyone's obviously different. So, like, you're, well, I feel like I'm trying, A hundred percent, but to the other person, you're like trying bare minimum, and like, okay, well, there's there's clearly like some sort of barrier there, and like, are you really trying in the way that like they feel like you're trying? Are you having that communication of like, no, I need to be loved this way, and that love can change over time, and I think that's why like I liked the idea of the girl saying like after 10, 10, years, like we're finally sitting down and she's like, I feel like we're redating each other all over again yeah. just by spending 30 minutes in the morning together. She's like, I feel like we're redating. And I was like, wow, that's actually like, okay. Like I get it because after so many years and kids, like you change as people, you grow, you are inundated. with new, Yeah. <laughs> you are inundated with new information that makes you different people and being able to sit down and date you again, I think is really important.
1: Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like the, the whole concept of, you know, having that discussion. Like, let's figure out what we're doing. And there's a lot that I'll give up before I give up divorce. Like, I'll literally find if we're literally so separate and we can't get along, we'll sleep in different rooms. You don't have to talk to me. I've done that for years. I did that all throughout the pandemic. It, when Whenever, you know, I have a little tiff or taff with somebody. in in the house that I was living in was like, all right, I'm just not going to talk to you. Like, we don't get along. Fine. We're going to both be miserable or we can try to work it out. Fine. I'd rather work it out. I'd rather see where it could go. But like, there's so many more steps that I would give up before I ignore or accept a divorce. Like I I would be okay with just, hey, we're different people. I would even move into different houses if it's like that's how much separation. we. But I
0: think but I think at that point you're going back to redating each other which I think is a good notion. Like you're you're taking that space to recognize like okay, where did this person fall into my life that like I'm finding really important and like where am I missing them mm. during that separation and like okay, now you get to come back together whether it's just to drop the kids off or have some, you know, whatever talk about bills or something, you can kind of start to value each other differently when you start to have those separate interactions but then come back together. I think it's I think it's still a part of that trying you're still trying to make things work no matter what the step is
2: yeah and and it kind of it definitely brings it back to to like what you were talking about earlier where it's like I'm not going to marry someone who can't have that discussion yeah I, I'll mm-hmm. know the person that I'm getting involved with yeah before I even make that step of marriage which the other thing that you mentioned to me the other day which I don't know if it was on a podcast or not that prenups is only what you have before. A marriage, yeah. Anything yeah. after. Is both, is considered happened, both. Huh.
0: That's why like celebrities get prenups because celebrities, they're already worth 1.5 mil before they get in a relationship, just putting you in that relationship. You're not included in any anything that they're invested in or anything that they're, is considered in their name before you get married. But then afterwards, like any money you make after, you know, X, Y, and Z, then that money is all theirs. What about
2: like up and coming celebrities? Like I'm worth a million dollars, but like my brand and everything I have is growing. It's like, oh, why are we marrying? <laughs> Screw. Well, that. that's
0: but that's but then I think that's your your take on it, and maybe that's but also like there's wills, <laughs> wills. There's wills. I mean, divorce is different, but like if you Who's die, dying? I mean, uh, well, I was my. brain. Are you killing somebody off? My or? brain. Well, I mean, in my we stories, I am. <laughs>
2: um. No, that's it. I forgot what I was gonna say. So you, it's you're fine. saying uh, to kill your spouse. I mean, uh, <laughs> if somebody dies. So my point about divorce being like, I would rather stick out if we live in separate rooms for the rest of our lives. I will wait until one of us dies, and guess who gets the glory? Whoever st- lives longer. <laughs> it's Maybe it will match. It might. Yeah, it might sound cynical, and it's gonna be miserable, but. Hey, why guess do you what? want to be
1: miserable that's, though like I you could successfully yeah. co-parent in two separate households like if you talk about children and stuff involved too why sit there and like be in the same room like i can't some people after a while i'm just like i cannot i cannot deal you with you you need to home. go
2: because <laughs> maybe we could get along as friends as roommates but we can't get along as spouse. I mean, maybe.
0: My parents are way better off divorced. They say all the time.
1: Same. They're
0: better off friends than they and divorce if they, besides being in a relationship. They look like we fought all the time, at least this way we can come. We can come to family parties. We can enjoy our children together. We can enjoy Christmases and holidays and still be totally happy separately
1: it's not awkward when you move on you're in the common areas and then you have to pick a fight. you're picking a fight and all that like
2: no yeah that's that's not worth that's just not worth it to me it would be if i if i have a career that blows up and i'm why don't you just have a
1: prenup (laughs) just sign (laughs) just get the prenup
2: well i'll if to go back to it is like i learned that it the prenup doesn't matter if i'm not very successful early on and then i become successful can
1: we add an addendum (laughs)
2: can we? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, like I said, I, I gave that brief
0: thing about prenups when you and I talked about it, but I was like, I haven't done a ton of research. So like, I don't know, maybe. Do you
1: not want to set your like partner up for life though at the same time? Like set them off because you're doing 50, 50 if you don't have a prenup, right?
2: Yeah. She doesn't want to set me up for life. You're walking
1: away equal is the whole thing and not one versus the other having more.
2: But I committed to you. We got married. So I committed did she, to
0: but if you both go to divorce together, like, I mean, that is what yeah. it is. is. You're if, if you're talking about the relationship that you're going to have, I think that that's very much going to be a conversation that you have with your spouse. If divorce ends up on the table and you're going to do everything you can to see through that divorce doesn't happen. But if it does happen, that's going to be a conversation you both have. So when you walk into that courtroom and you're doing all the bullshit, don't you want to just split things 50-50 and say, fuck it?
1: don't even have that conversation after like when you're considering divorce have that before you get married like you guys need to sit down and have right, that conversation absolutely. this is what i expect in marriage like this is maybe go absolutely. to therapy i heard marriage therapy is actually really good yeah
2: i've like heard that like meeting yeah.
1: up yeah well
2: i have a purely conceived notion to getting married that we stay together forever so well, and I, think we'll
0: the, I think that needs to be i know right i think that needs to be something that like That is what you have with your spouse. Like, I made that very clear in my like recent endeavors that, like, I always set forward, like, if I ever get married to you, I said this with my ex and I've said that this with the recent person. If I ever get married, like, divorce is not an option. I don't, I don't want to go through that. Like, I want to work as hard as we possibly can to make things work. And if we both at the end of the day are just truly two unhappy beings in this relationship, then I think, yes, okay, we will go to divorce and things we will move on from each other but I want to make sure that
2: I put 100% effort in before we're going to do that. I made yeah. that very clear. And let me let me add something here because I'm coming from 25-year-old me who's been single for some time now who isn't in a relationship, who hasn't even had to... been in a relationship long enough that I've gotten to the point where I'm considering even engaging uh, or getting engaged w- with, with somebody. So, like, all of... Everything that I am saying could change drastically. And and mm-hmm. I don't even mean like, like for the like uh, for like negative connotation, like how I've changed in relationships, like I'm a chameleon and, and I know that and like I'm still trying to learn how not to be that. Same. But like, but like there could really be that like soulmate that I just find so special that I don't even care about a fucking prenup. Like even if I'm a fucking millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is at that point, it's like I don't even care. I'll well, let you most- risk. I'll ri- I'll take the risk. But I think most likely in that moment,
0: you're they're probably going to not take you down I mean- that terrible road. Like I'm not saying that they won't. I know mean, that people have, but like I think that like if you genuinely value that person at that level and they value you as well and see you in the same light, like the likelihood that they're going to take you for all your money is probably decently low.
1: Yeah. And I say cross that bridge when you get to it. Like, yeah. there could be a thousand what-ifs. I mean, it's fun to think about, but, like, when you're right. actually doing it, just cross yeah. that bridge when you go. That, yeah. well,
2: and, and that's why, like, I really wanted to point that out, too, because, like, I'm coming from a very cynical towards marriage side where I actually don't believe in a lot. Like, I believe in what I'm saying, but I also don't necessarily think that I'll act in the same way with, when I'm actually confronted with that situation. Mm-hmm. It's happened time and time again throughout my life. It's like, and this is why, like... To this day, one of my flaws is, like, I overplay the devil's advocate, where I start to break down myself, and everything that I've said, I play devil's advocate against myself, and it's like, what am I doing? I'm, like, overdoing it, and and I think that's kind of catching myself before, like, if anyone's listening to this and, and, like, hearing all the, like, you know, takes on, like, get a prenup, get a this, do it, like, don't get married if that's the case, it's like, that's what I think is best, but I'm not... In a relationship right now, I'm not, you know, even thinking about getting engaged with a girl. Like, I could get to that point and have a total revelation. I had a total... Well, I think
0: you could also grow a lot and you can read relationship books and relationship... Get relationship advice from people in relationships or people that have been in really, like, tough relationships or good relationships and long-lasting ones and totally change your aspect around that. But I think that goes back to the whole, like, getting new information and changing your mind.
2: Yeah, I think it comes especially a, as grow especially as you grow. I it comes a lot from like I'm scared right now being single for so long and like exploring it somewhat but not really like I I think I'm just so scared to to take on that it's what I've done with podcasting. It's like it was. It's scary approaching the hurdle, but the yeah. hurdle is so easy to jump once you're there. It's like you're gonna once act you get so back in the dating
0: scene, you just get back in the dating scene. Like that's just
2: how it is. Well, I don't even mean the dating scene at all. I I mean like literally like finding love, being being romantic or being Well, that's just what I mean by getting into the dating scene. I don't,
0: and I don't mean the whole like hookup culture we have, but I mean like Mm. genuinely, like I went through a phase like in the middle of my hookups where I was like, I'm done hooking up. I'm sick of this fucking shit. I just want to like real relationship. So I actually started dating people, like going out for those coffee dates that we talked about, having parking lot dates, going out to just have drinks and an appetizer or actually some nights was just a drink and then I was like yo I was like this ain't what I want like you are not it and moving on but like I went through that dating scene and it's not it's not something that's scary once you get there because you realize like if you're true to yourself and you're like no like I know I want x y and z within a partner jumping into the dating pool of trying to find that is not that scary because if you're open and honest with them and then they kind of show you what they're about you can you get to make that decision long before yeah. you get into an actual relationship with someone. I
1: feel like that goes That's, back to the great like the great fit. Yeah. You're making that decision. It's not like you're worrying about what they're thinking of you.
0: Yeah, and it goes back to the whole thing you were like, "Oh, I don't I don't believe in like being exclusive or whatever. I think you should just be dating." And I was like, "No, Call like me out. I'm sorry. I am calling you out, um, but I think it I think going from being two people that like you're just Dating around, kind of seeing what's out there and whatnot and then moving into, hey, I don't actually like that and, you know, neither do you. And then moving into that exclusive relationship gives you the opportunity to kind of be more yourselves and explore each other a little bit deeper before you're going to take it to the next level. Because you could explore each other deeper while being exclusive and realize like, oh, fuck, wow, this is not the same person as all those dates we go on. Because you you perceive something and you you put something forward that you think the other person might like you want to bring your best self but I think a lot of times in those dating scenes and maybe this was is just me but I bring my best self I don't bring all the like awful things that are also happening in my life to the table to have open discussions with but when I'm exclusively seeing someone I'm a little bit more vulnerable
2: and I'll find um, your best self
0: yeah well I'm a little bit more vulnerable in the sense that like I like let them see when things are really tough but when I'm just dating you and we're going on dates I'm not going to show you all of the things that are really tough about my life or that I find really hard in my life but if we're exclusively dating then I will kind of be a little bit more vulnerable I'll lean on you a little bit more because I want to also see are you going to be able to handle that when we get into an actual relationship where we have that title of boyfriend and girlfriend so that's why I think being exclusive is really important because it gives you kind of like a it's like going into like the lo- the the low end it's a comfort of the pool. Zone. Yeah, it's going into the low end of the pool and being able to kind of splash around a little bit and like you know test
2: the waters before you take it to the next level. Because it is scary when once you start putting on titles, you know, absolutely. So like, you really are putting on a title when you choose to be exclusive, but mm-hmm. like you're also um, you're also understanding that if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Right. Um, do you have anything to add to this? Because I want to transition real quick into something that I'm curious about.
1: Okay. So. Speaking of,
2: boom. So you brought this up oh a boy. second ago. Uh, first dates. Oh yeah. Without without your input yet, what is your take? What, you might have already listened to this episode, but we we talked about first dates, what what we like, what we don't like, what what we envision, and the things we like about dates. Did you get the, to this episode? That conversation.
1: Which one?
2: I think I don't episode, know. I, I think don't... it was episode one. I think it. No, it been two. I think it might have been two, or it might have even been three.
0: No way. But if it was, it doesn't Whatever. matter. Whatever. Yeah, it definitely was an episode. First one. date,
2: ideal first date. What What do you? What do you want? Do you? What do you literally, envision? Literally going from the point of who's asking, who's initiating that first date, and how is that followed up? Where Where are we going with this?
1: Um, I mean, I'm pretty open. I feel like any person could ask either because sometimes I feel bold and sometimes I want them to do all the work. Um, But as far as the date, I feel like I want to show, have them show their experience, like something they're interested in. I love experiences. I ask people Mm -hmm. to gift me experience instead of giving me an item. So like my date would be going out, experiencing something maybe I
2: haven't. Okay, so, and, and that's a first date. It's, it's a. I think it's different from both of our takes, but... That is very different from both of our takes. Um, so, for this first date, um, doesn't matter who asks, whatever, as long as just getting to the point where we're, we're about to have a first date, um, where, what kind of date is it? What time of day?
1: Doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: With, I, when you're an experienced girl
0: it do, it literally doesn't do mean, matter experience?
1: no 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 and i mean no no no. like a girl Careful. that just enjoys
0: i know i was like that sounded terrible but that's not what i meant okay i meant like 0 someone oh for two today John. i know i'm fucking shitting on the bed it's fine i think as someone because i know you so personally someone who experience, like loves experiences They'll go breakfast noon or night. It doesn't matter what time. You can take me out at midnight if I that's when we got to do the experience. Like, if it's, mm. like, oh, a midnight dinner tour, like, mystery dinner tour, I'll be there. I mean, you might have to let me sleep until, like, 4 p.m., but, like, I'll be there. But, like, that's what I mean by, like, an ex- as someone who's, like, an experienced person, it doesn't matter what time of day. Like, mm. I've had this girl get up fucking hella early and go hiking oh, with me. 4 a.m. hike. 4 a.m. hike. I took this girl. The sunrise
1: was so epically worth it, though.
0: Yeah, so, like, that's what I mean. She will she will adjust to make it fit. You, yeah. so, okay. I'm a, I'm
1: a people pleaser. <laughs> yeah. But I think the first date, I do would say, like, I do want it to be probably short unless I'm really vibing. Like, you're talking about coffee, I drinks. Like and then, like, I could be like, hey, okay, we got drinks. Do you want to do dinner now or catch a movie? Yeah, or do that's something? exactly. That was but exactly I, what one okay. of my dates went. I, I don't want my date to be like, Throw us in a movie theater. Like, I love the movies, don't get me wrong, well,
0: he's, but he's, I want to be able yeah, to yeah. talk. We both agreed. We yeah. both agreed. We were like, no, movie dates, fuck movie dates. I'm not trying to movie date you. I can't and get to know you. I'll eat
1: all the popcorn, but that's about it. No,
0: I can't get to know you. I probably won't enjoy the movie you pick because I'm fucking so picky. And if I'm that's just, a choice. Maybe I'll pick your movie. No, <laughs> no I fucking mm. no. Absolutely Definitely not. Definitely not movies. Maybe like you had said by, like, third date, you were like, oh, a third date, movie date is, like, fine. Because yeah, as I long feel like as that's, we're going after yeah, or yeah. before the movie to, like, spend time with each other
2: and get to know each other. Yeah, I think one, that's is get, what you said. one
1: is get to know that person and yeah. Yeah. see right. how we're compatible.
2: And yeah. I think and I think maybe taking some, some advice from previous episodes is, like... Because what you said was, like, a short first date. I think that's very important. I think I would... Try to limit something within two hours. You don't like. You don't want to go over two hours. And I know that sounds crazy. And, and but the I think other that's thing, just because if you're long. if you're vibing
0: like I like I did my like drink date turned into drinks and appetizers simply yeah. because we were just having a good time. The conversation was really nice and flowing. But that's also, different.
2: I think it would be better if you literally whatever date you have set up, schedule something within an hour and a half at, from the start of that date. And here's why: because we talked about anticipation. Oh yeah. We so did. by kind of forcing yourself out of that situation, you are creating an aura of yourself. So they get you for an hour regardless. And then, and then like worst case scenario, if you don't even, you don't even have to mention it beforehand. You can, you could be like, I have to leave by one 30. So like, I, I'd love to spend more time, but it gives you an out worst case scenario. If it, the day doesn't true. start going That's also well, true. Um, if you don't tell them, you don't have... To, you can be like, oh, I have uh, my haircut coming up. I have to go home and shower first, so I got to go... Like, you can come up with excuses. I got to go wash my hair. <laughs> but also, it kind of protects hair. you from, like, oversharing or overwhelming someone on the first date especially. So, like, literally... I, I Here's a new tip, and I haven't, I haven't put this into practice. This is, like, literally something I just came up with. And I'm going to apply it, and I'll... Follow through when I actually go on a date. <laughs> <Write this down. laughs> but like, no, this isn't what I'm writing down. I'm writing something I, I, else down. Sorry. Yo, can you write that down for me, though? That's thank what? you, secretary. No.
0: I'm <laughs> like, wait, what am I writing down? Because I zoned out on something else, and now I forgot what I was. Schedule doing right
2: now. something within an hour and a half of your date, of your first date.
0: Okay, but you have to share that calendar with me if I'm gonna be secretary about that life. No, you you're... just have to share that calendar and then I can make sure that I set it up right. <laughs> I'll be like, sorry, um, excuse me, producer, you're supposed to be in the studio. Where are you? Yeah, I, <laughs> I got I just, you. We were back up friend call. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I've done those. I've had that.
2: 100%. Girls, girls, I know 100%. have keyed in on that. But Cheyenne, I think, shout out to that bitch. Guys, guys, <laughs> if you're listening, if I have any guy listeners to this, ep- to this podcast, use that same technique. Uh, girls are really good at this where they can, like, th- I feel like you guys are so unique where you can literally like text a specific emoji and it's like, oh, code. All right, I'll give we you talked, a. About we it. Talk We talked about it before. It yeah, it's already talked <laughs> you, about before. Christ. So, like,
0: perfect example. I was going to hang out with my ex, and I was like, "This is a terrible idea. I really don't want to do this, and I really shouldn't." So, I texted my best friend. And I was like, "Yo, hey, uh, I need you to send me. I need you to like get me out of this by saying that like you you have a flat tire." Or I was like, "Wait a minute, no, he's a car guy. Don't say that. Um, let's like Call, use like, something like, else. You're 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 stuck somewhere. Some friend ditched you or whatever. I gotta come pick you up. Like, use that excuse." And she was like, "Okay, well, how am I going to know?" I was like, "I'm going to send you a fire emoji within nine. Not even 30 seconds I sent the fire emoji this bitch called me and I was like out I was I've like seen, perfect I've
2: seen more impressive where like girls have it like keyed in where it's like I'm gonna call you at the hour and a half mark so like some girl like if a girl is having a good date they'll just go to the bathroom at the hour and a half wait for the call make the call go okay we're good I'm gonna keep going uh, this is a good date and then yeah. they go back to the date and then I've like or it's like yep they, they literally, like, stay at the table, wait for the call, go, oh, this is really important. I got, I got to go walk away, come back. Guys, I'm really sorry. This has been excellent. Thank you so much. And and here, and then they, like, start pulling out the wallet, and the guy's always like, oh, no, no, I got this. I got this. I'll pay for it. Okay. Oh, you got to go. Okay, bye. Like, that always happens.
0: But also, here's here's excellent. the thing. Here's the thing. Guys, you don't have to do Kings.
2: That. Kings. Let's call them Kings. Fucking start using this technique.
0: But you also, well, yeah, but like you don't, you also don't have to pay for the first date. Like I know that like oh, one of no, one of my first different- dates, one of my first dates I went on, like the drinks one, drinks and appetizers, I straight up made made it very clear like beforehand hey what is your expectation of drinks tonight like am i do i have my drinks and you have your drinks or are we like splitting whatever we end up getting and he was like no i think for the first date it's a good idea for you to pay for your drinks and for me to pay for mine and we did we split when it when was that how long ago yeah like uh years or yeah that was years okay. ago
2: That's different. Um, But this
0: was also a guy who was, I could just tell from our dates, was very much ready for the, like, finding the girl to settle down with. And I was like, this is great. And that was the one that also made me realize, like, I'm also not ready to date. I just still want to be a hoe. So I was like, I'm really sorry. You are a phenomenal human being. But, like, I am not where you are. I'm just not. So I was like, I still need to be a hoe. And he was like, thank you for being honest with me. I had a great date, but, like go, go do what you need to do. Like, I appreciate you being honest. And he actually reached out like a couple years later when I had hopped on Tinder again and was like, hey, like I saw you were on Tinder, like just curious. I was like, no, I'm still trying to be a hoe. (laughs) And he was like, all right, respect, respect. Thanks for the honesty. I was like, thank you. Like, I mean, it's just, I think it's just being able to walk into the room and be like, hey, like what is the expectation for tonight? Yes. Or maybe not even walk in, But also, like, have the conversation prior to walking through the door. Like, hey, what's the expectation for tonight? Yeah, and
1: you can always be subtle, too. Like, if I would not want somebody to pay for me on the first date, that's just a personal thing. I'd rather pay for myself so I can leave when I want. You can start that by, like, saying to the bartender that I want to put this on my own tab. We're having two tabs. Done. Yeah. Don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. It's already set. Yeah, that's fair.
2: You can. Um, And not to pass back or or passed by the the whole thing that i was like women have figured out a awesome system cuz like we talked about the building anticipation it's so important like we tend to overshare we tend to like cuz we we're enjoying our time so we think more of that time is better where it's like it's not it's no. like the time is awesome because it's limited so like i would i want to start doing that and i want to advocate for like guys set that up with whoever. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be a guy friend. It could be a girlfriend. It could be a uh, like a your mom. Literally your mom. I think that would be uh, pretty believable if your mom calls you. I think you it's and a like, good boundary. Because especially on a... I, I mean this for first dates. Like have something ready to, to be able to walk away. You need to walk away because yeah. you don't want to like... you yeah. know, Or you don't be bold
1: enough to say it yourself and just say yeah. I'm gonna go.
2: <laughs> but yeah. yeah that advice is more so to the people that like me, that I know I'm not bold enough to do that now. Well, because I like be you're, you're
0: enjoying yourself, and you just want to keep enjoying yourself. But sometimes, like by staying longer, you're, you're kind of.
1: I think women also kind of started that too. Was like a backup when they weren't feeling safe.
0: Mm. You know, yeah, I'm a creepy absolutely. guy
1: that's following you home or trying to kiss you. Like, no, nah, we're, oh. we're good. We're good. I remember that story's coming up in nah. my head, right? <laughs>
2: Shit, man. Shit, yeah, but yeah, yeah no. I don't know that story, and, and I'm not asking you to share. But like, I'm telling you, whatever you guys did to kind of like pull Alyssa away from that situation, that guy fell more in love with Alyssa when she got pulled away. And again, I'm it goes back to my the, It goes back to the anticipation. So like, if it's someone you care about or someone that you actually want to see where it could go, don't give everything away on the first date. Yeah, limit that. Interaction, because like if you limit the time, you're limiting the content, the the um, information, the everything yeah. else, and it builds that anticipation. It's more fun. You both are going to be rewarded because of it. Yeah. The other. Oh, yeah. But, no.
0: Well, I think that's a good point to make because on that date that I like, it was a great date. We just started with drinks. We ended up getting like a nacho appetizer and splitting it. But it after that, I had to go. Like I had a paper to write. So we did, like, a 7 o'clock drinks. I worked all day, had a paper to write that was due at 8 a.m. And I was like, I would love to stay in chat, but, like, I have to get home. I have to write this paper tonight. Like, this is not an option. I have two hours, and that is all I can give you. And he was like, okay, great. Like, thank you for, like, giving me the heads up so I'm not thinking we're going to be here, like, all night having a good time. Like, I didn't realize I did that to myself. But, yeah, I would set myself up for, like, also the time to look back on the date and be like, was – did he bring things to the table that I wanted, or were was I seeing potential and expectation?
2: Did I did I love the date, or did I enjoy this person, yeah. or did I enjoy the date, or did I enjoy the person? Which yeah. is another thing. Um, but specifically going off of the whole paying on that date, yeah, um, I'm really curious because so the fresh and fit that I've talked about on previous episodes, definitely in my channel. Um, it was something that. Probably, like, three weeks ago, I was, like, heavy into I was really fun. And then, like, within this past week, I'm starting to see a lot of flaws in a lot of the things they say. And yeah. And I'm, like... Growth. Growth. It, you're taking in new information and changing your mind. Right. Oh. And, and, I'm starting, and I'm starting to walk back even things that I was saying on episode one, two, and three, which are already posted. Not to mention episode four, which was literally recorded five days ago. Less than five days ago. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I'm already walking myself back, but um, one of the things that they kind of like recommend when it comes to a girl that stood you up more than once, or actually stood you up at least one time, okay. is the next time if they wanna if they're they accept a date and you go out on a date and you go out for drinks or something, whatever it is, they have to pay for the first round. And the reason is... But set that expectation long before you go out because as a girl who, like, listen, I'm fucking not,
0: like, I don't have a great job. So, like, I'm not necessarily going into a first date thinking I'm going to have to pay for everything or even, like, a first round. I'm expecting to pay for my drink and my drink alone, which could be a $15, 20 cap.
2: Okay, so... In, expect I, Set that, that kind expectation. Of it is kind of addressed. Um, so they're saying it's specifically for the kind of girls that have stood you up and and i even mean that like you cancel the day of like if you cancel even if it's like 16 hours before if you text me at 8 a.m and our date was at 8 p.m or whatever it is like 12 hours later it's like you're standing me up even though i have plenty of time to reassess is like i've already dedicated my entire day to getting ready for this thing i think it also depends on the excuse like if the girl's
0: like yo i'm sorry like I got roped into working a twelve-hour shift. I don't. I can't get out of this. Otherwise, I'm fired. Like, if there are like valid careful. excuses, I think no.
2: No, I, I think it's careful. I think it. I, and and the reason I think you're a good person, if you gave me a valid excuse, and Alyssa, honestly, the short time I've known you, same thing. Like, if you gave me a valid excuse, I would believe it. Yeah. But I know, like.
0: That's why I was like again, I think case by case basis.
2: Again, we're talking about first dates. The yeah. first time you're supposed to meet this person, they've canceled on you. They can have the most justified reason why they have to cancel. And this has happened My time grandma and time died. again. Like what? Just saying. Going be more. How big, many grandmas like- do you have? Well, and maybe maybe that comes from my teacher side, where it's like, you, yeah, how many fair. uncles do you have? Yeah. Oh, they keep dying? Wow, you have a sad life. You're an eighth grader. That's a know.
1: catfish. Okay, let's just put that out there. Yeah. I feel like I do have something that could help, though. I remember it was on TikTok. Um, the girl mentioned when you're dating, especially being single, like, pick the days out that are going to be first dates. Like, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. Who's going to give a shit if you cancel on a Monday? Like, I don't I don't care. I'm already dressed up for work. Like, what does it matter for me? I'll get my pajamas. But if it's my Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to be like, fuck you. I already just got I did spend all that time getting ready. And I also think that a lot of us, I think especially girls have kind of like that subtle rule that it's three days, like three days to plan. Yeah, it's not a last minute plan. I'm not going.
0: Yeah. If I it's don't,
1: friends, if I it's think friends, family, I'll go. It's last minute, whatever. But if it's a, a first date and you keep doing this to me, like three days notice or I'm not going, I'll, you can be stood up, not me.
2: Was that TikToker male or female? Female. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah, she had said, I think you had, might have sent,
1: sent it, it to, to me. You? Yeah. yeah. It was,
0: like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are first dates. Thursday, Friday are, like, second-ish dates. But, like, if you get the text Friday, Saturday, you're, like, a third or fourth date person because that's weeknight, like, that's weekend nights where, like, I could be going and doing, like, ho shit or something like that. Hanging and out I,
2: with friends. Hanging
0: out. Oh, that's what she said? Okay, she was wholesome.
2: I'll tell you, I might be the exception to the rule when it comes to guys, but that taught me a lot about the way girls interact with first dates cuz first Which dates part? like the the Monday Tuesday Thursday if it's a first date I put so much value into it I'll literally like That's call out of fine. work if I need to cuz like I'm I need Ooh. that I really like hmm. and again again I might be the exception to the rule cuz like I really want to do as best as I can, which is why I want to try this new advice that I've just given about like, I'm going to limit that first date. And unless it's a dinner date, maybe I'll do like a two hour thing. Cause, well, like, I think
0: that's what we're getting to. So let's, like, after you say your point, I want to wrap back
2: around that. To that. That's all I had. Go oh, ahead.
0: Okay. I was going to say, I want to wrap back around the fact that, like, Brandon and I had different versions of first dates. That's why he mm. posed the question to you. So, like, I hate fancy dinner dates for a first date. I did one of those. And it was the worst time of my fucking life. I hated it. I hated it. And I genuinely did not see this human ever again. I, like, pretty much the next day said, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. And he was like, oh, fuck. And I was just like, yeah, like, I mean, I feel terrible. But, like, I also was genuinely not feeling it that night. And, like, yeah, I let you kiss me because I, like, I was in an awkward spot. And I didn't know what the fuck to do. (laughs) Yeah, like, I didn't even know what to do. So I was like, wow, this man just paid for a nice dinner i mean granted he used a gift card so i kind of
1: <laughs> so
2: hey, guys hey, so okay
1: let it go why, let it but... go guys <laughs> it's a gift card it's still that money might be, that might I not be
2: the only reason why but i no. promise you that was a reason why he we... fell fell a couple pegs well, i promise also, that's and,
0: a f- oh absolutely i that's why i said it i was like i understand that like maybe not but like if you can't afford afford it don't bring me there i want to know like i want to know you on a personal level and if that's not where you're at like financially like i just want to know i'm not gonna hate you any less but it kind of felt like that was a front for me you were you were putting on a show to take me to this really expensive place he probably could have afforded just it too but i just but that just to me felt like so you're it, thinking like, a, like a, a lie a almost. facade yeah it was like a facade like oh i can do this with you all the time and it was like i didn't like that okay. i like just Take me out to Chili's. Like I would rather go for a Chili's date than like a fancy dinner date. I'm not a fancy dinner date girl. I'd rather go do the drinks or do bowling or like do guys,
2: something else. Guys, do not use gift cards ever, ever. Like, yeah, I just I don't- just I'm cool earn book. your money, dude. <laughs> Fuck a gift card. That's the stupidest thing. Be a man. Be alpha. Or just use, use the a, money that you earn. earned. Uh, use,
0: just use a gift card to take yourself that was, out. That was like, that
2: was a hot take because I have had it's like my fifth glass. I've almost finished this bottle of fucking wine. That was a over. Uh, that was not truly how I feel. Sorry, hot I, take. I saw I saw Alyssa get like a little. Uh, it's a gift card. Come on, guy. Like. But you could write out a, on a check, date. and I'd be like, "Whatever,
1: <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Money's money. As long as it gets." And I'm an extreme couponer. I really am yeah. stingy. Power
2: so. move? You write a check on a on a date yeah. at all? Oh my or god! you're eight,
1: you're 80. If not, not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so you're the sugar, sugar daddy.
2: So what a cafe Oh
1: my god! I feel like going back to your question. Um, your approach, I think I've definitely been there. I do think it is, like, circling back to the topic, like a preconceived notion and assumption wow. about, like, your expectations going into it. And I feel like you have to acknowledge that those are your expectations. Like, okay, you're setting it high. You're, you might be calling out of work and mm. planning like, roses and whatever else that date entails for you. Um, but well, set that
0: expectation up. You you. you <laughs> ha- I got you, girl. You got to set that expectation up. You have to be like, okay – I have expectations for a first date like I want like if you're going to cancel and also just be really open I think too at that point you have nothing to fucking lose you don't even know this human just be like hey um, if you're going to cancel on me I, I need a three day notice.
2: No, you have to no, balance, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Can you stop having so a temper tantrum? So 10. wait a minute, wait a minute. No. You would rather
0: you would rather put a girl in a situation to have to pay for your first round of drinks than to just give you notice so you could set up a new date?
2: I'd rather sulk for a day. And actually got someone? I'd rather content. sulk for a day, like three days. Than to ask that expectation of someone—that's fucking not, ridiculous. It's, not,
1: it's setting a boundary. It's telling yeah, you it's the just, person that I am not willing to do last-minute plans, or if you're not down for this, then I'm not down for it. Yeah, I think it's just that's
0: just like setting a boundary of like it's, I value my time. I don't
1: even. It's, oh, you're I, setting yourself should, up for success. Like you are not lying to that person and saying like I don't feel that way, or like you're just not letting it out there. It's yeah. open. It's honest. It's kind of blunt, but like. We need to be blunt.
0: Yeah, especially in today's day and age with these situationships and hookup culture and all this shit. No one's fucking blunt, so everyone ends up in the I don't know what we're doing. Well, bitch, what do you like? What do you mean you don't know what you're doing? Like, are you fucking? Like, are you in a relationship? Did you ask? Like, hey, are we friends with benefits? Okay, well, that's your answer. That's not a situationship. That's a fucking friends with benefits.
2: Like, own your shit. If you're gonna fucking do it, like, own your shit. I'm with it, but it sounds like we're not talking about first date anymore. No, but which no, is fine, I, which no is
0: fine. I just think you need to own what your expectation of something is. And and that goes to the first date. If your first date expectation is, I'm going to take you on a super fancy dinner date, you need to be like, listen, I set reservations for 7 p.m. on Friday night. Uh, I need at least a three-day notice because I need to cancel and let the restaurant know or I need to be able to let my mom know so I can take her for a date. Um, and, you know, I am I will be bringing, you don't even have to say you're bringing Flowers, but I think just be very like, I don't know, upfront about the fact that like this is a fancy dinner date. This is your first date okay. Expec- ex- expectation. Feel it, out.
1: Feel it out too in conversation. Yeah. I mean you don't have to say everything just like that. You can just say, Hey, this is kind of like my ideal date. What are your thoughts? What yeah. is your ideal? Just like you asked me and Jocelyn, you
2: know? What's your ideal first date? I think maybe that's You're also the a good one who, idea. Who likes experiences, right? Yes. How does spontaneousness apply to experience? Does it kind of increase how exciting that could be when it when it becomes a little spontaneous? Yeah, when, but when not for a first extra?
0: date. But gonna, she even yeah. said that. She like, give me a three-day notice before we're gonna go on a first date because I like friends and family is different, spontaneity is fine, but not for a first date. Tell me if I'm wrong, Alyssa. No,
1: that's correct.
0: Okay.
2: Okay, so how about this take? I'm not going to say any of those things. I'm not going to preface any of those things. Like, oh, you need to give me an advance notice. You don't have to give me any notice. I can show up to the fucking dinner and you don't show up. You don't even, you ghosted me three hours before. Maybe it didn't. Maybe like you got in a car accident on your way there and awful, awful, awful. Unless I find out about that car accident or if whatever reason, like you had to cancel, if you didn't tell me. If you didn't give me any advance notice, like, I, I think that's a bad example. No, no, cause, I... Because now, now I'm already playing devil's advocate, I guess, myself. Bad example. I'm, I'm going to re... No, re- you're
1: good. It was a second date update today that was really similar to the...
2: Jeez. Wow. Let me... <laughs> yeah, you guys in your flat tires. Let me rewind a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, I have a first date planned on... I gave her her three days. She, she has <laughs> plenty of time... And it's the Monday of, on Monday, she finds out her brother, who's been in the military for a couple, or maybe just been away at college for six months, whatever, is coming home that day. She doesn't say anything to me that he came home, even if he came home at noon, doesn't say anything. And then maybe two hours before, text me, like, Hey, I can't make dinner. My brother just came home. That's a valid excuse. I'm t- in this hypothetical this really happened. Like the brother really came home from college. She really has a close relationship with her. Awesome. My follow-up or my response is, "Okay. Now I ghost you. You're done. You've lost your chance with okay, this. That's your decision."
1: Yeah. That's, your That's decision. fair. You're That's owning fair your decision. decision. Yeah, you're owning your, okay. but you have to,
0: That's but you have boundary. to not, you have to not walk back on that
2: decision. Yes. Okay. That I, that I also agree. With so that.
0: if, so if you set that boundary of if you stand me up on a first date for yourself, and you don't have to tell your, you don't partner, have to say, it. you don't have to say anything. But if you're like, okay, if you stand me up on a first date, I want nothing to do with you because then you clearly are not that into dating, or maybe you're just not that into me because obviously you've had some sort of communication in order to get to this whole date point right so you're clearly not that interested to ghost me for whatever reason and even if you feel as though it's valid you have to say to yourself okay if you're going to ghost me on the first date that's it that's my boundary and that's regardless of what your excuse is first
2: second third
0: yeah i think i think i but i think if that's your boundary okay if you ghost me on our first second or third date Okay, I'm moving on. We're not going to do any more dates because I'm not going to waste my time fucking around yes. with somebody that's just going like, to not even ghost me. She
2: she tells me like four hours regardless,
0: before, regardless she she gives me time. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't me it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you set that expectation for yourself. You don't have to tell her that that's the expectation because then she most likely won't do any of those things if she's genuinely interested.
1: Yeah, but you mm-hmm. also have to think about your thought process around that. So you're you're worried and upset that she didn't contact you in a timely enough fashion, which is fine. But just own that and say like, okay, now I'm gonna be done, whatever the reason is.
0: Yeah, and don't and don't don't step back. No. Because now she's gonna feel like she can do it again.
2: Yes. Of course. And that's totally like what happens a lot of times, especially and- with the beta. Which I is I think
0: also too if a girl is genuinely interested in you, when she cancels, she will immediately follow that text up with, "I'm so sorry to do this, but what is a better day that also works for you, you know, on this weekend or does this day work better for you as a reschedule?" I know when I had to cancel one of my first dates, I immediately was like, "Hey, I already have my schedule for next week. I have Thursday and Friday off. What day works better for you to do to do this, this drinks and drink night?" Yeah. Instantly, like I think if someone is genuinely interested in you, they'll put in to play in motion what needs to happen next. I so agree. I think so I think if someone just cancels I think that's a boundary you have to set for yourself. If she just cancels with no expectation of setting a a, ne- a next
2: time, like a next date, what if she just says like I want to see you again, like or or can we can we do something? Can we get again, a rain check? Like a rain personal. asking for a rain check.
0: If she's asking for a rain check, then she clearly values your time and wants you to pick what is what works best for you because she knows she fucked it up this time.
1: Yeah, and you can keep it. She can keep it short and sweet and just say, Hey, issue a rose rain check. And leave it at that or, like, I'll call you later or something like that.
0: Yeah. And I think, but I think, again, this is a personal thing. You have to set the boundary of, okay, if if she never initiates and she just cancels, then I'm done. Or even the latter of, like, if she initiates another time, I can just be like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, in, I'm no longer interested. Um, I, I, like, have appreciated getting to know you, but I'm going to move on.
1: Yeah. It's you your just threshold. Give her, yeah.
0: And it's personal and give her the heads up. I guess you don't have to, but yeah, I, I don't you don't think have I, to, but it's
1: polite, but you know, what
0: yeah, I mean? exactly. It's just polite. Yeah. No,
2: I'm not going to
1: write her a handwritten letter. Okay. Sorry, so I forgot think, to inform you. So I think that
0: that's your, your threshold going forward. When you start dating, you need to be very blunt with yourself and stop lying to yourself. And just, if a girl ditches on a first date, second or third, never talk to her again.
1: Be you just, that is, yeah, that just, is the bottom just be line. Like, okay,
0: that's it. Uh, you're not interested enough. I'm not interested either. Moving yeah. along
1: because you're gonna find that girl that loves your extravagant first date, everything yeah, that it entails. She's gonna want more, less, whatever you're looking for.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna miss the opportunity
1: when it comes by. I promise.
0: All right. So we're going to wrap it up with the fact that we're not going to do a what did we learn this week? Cause none of us really got anything that we learned this week. But we're going to go out with the fact that we are off. finally on Instagram as table talks period podcast. Find us there. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week.